Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Debit card users, listen up. You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Earn on things like gas, groceries, and even that midday latte. And to top it off, there are no fees, period. Yep, that means you won't be charged fees on your checking account. Transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. Self-sabotage shows up so much in our lives, not because we are incapable of what is on the other side of the obstacle, but because we are unsure of what is on the other side of the obstacle. We know what this looks like, right? We know what life right now looks like and feels like. It's fairly easy to navigate inside of this experience that we know. But what happens if we're successful? What happens if we push to the new level? Or maybe you've actually already experienced that in your life. And so you know that every new level brings a new devil, right? New levels, new devils, new, new heights, new hard things. It's not like we get to a certain place and then suddenly it's no longer difficult to make these decisions or act in opposition of a lifetime that told us to play small. Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis, and this is my podcast. I spend so many hours of every single week reading and listening to podcasts and watching YouTube videos and trying to find out as much as I can about the world around me. And that's what we do on this show. We talk about everything, life and how to be an entrepreneur. What happened to dinosaurs? What's the best recipe for fried chicken? What's the best plan for intermittent fasting? What's going on with our inner child? How's therapy working out for you? Whatever it is my guests are into, I want to unpack it so that we can all understand. These are conversations. This is information for the curious. This is the Rachel Hollis Podcast. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of RHP, more specifically another episode of Ask Rach inside of RHP, where listeners call in from all over the world and leave me a voicemail, like on an old school style answering machine, you leave a voicemail and you're like, hey Rach, I'm wondering about this, or I'm dealing with this, or can you give me ideas on this? And not because I am an expert, but because I am your friend. So it's just like you're asking your girlfriend, your big sister, your mama, your bestie, your whoever, if they can give you some perspective on the thing that you're going through in your life. And if you have a question that you want to call, you've been thinking about it, or you're like, hey, why don't we ever talk about this on the podcast? Call 737-400-4626. In fact, say it with me. Do any of you have it memorized yet? 737-400-4626. And then you call and you ask a question and I turn that question into an episode. And while I look for our most recent questions, let me ask one that I get a lot, which is, I have a question, but I really don't want anyone to know that I am asking. Fantastic. You just mention that when you leave your voicemail. We can remove your name. We can change your voice. We can remove your voice completely. It is totally up to you. All right. Let's see. I'm going to scroll down to the bottom. And for today's episode, I'm not reviewing anything in advance. You and I are going to hear these questions at the same time. So maybe you think of how you would respond to this person, and I will do the same. 
So what happens is producer Jack gets the questions and then he puts them into a sheet for me to check out. And he'll give me just like a little bit of an idea of what it's about. And this one sounds really interesting. And it's on the topic of guilt, which is something that I've worked through a lot with my therapist. So let's go ahead and see what this question is. Hi, Rach. My name is Elizabeth. And before I give you my question about mindset, I just want to say thank you for all your teachings. They have really helped me approach a life that I want to create and help me approach a career that is more entrepreneurial. Anyways, one of the things I'm really struggling to get past in regards to mindset is guilt. Like many people, I grew up with a parent that struggled with his own feelings of addiction and lack of self-worth. And oftentimes I felt that if I was being successful or I was doing something good with my life, that he felt that he was being left behind. And he's been passed away for two years now, but I am still finding that anytime I approach any sort of success or happiness, I have this underlying feeling of guilt. Like, why should I deserve this? Or what gives me the right? Or even though he's passed, feeling like I am somehow still hurting him by being successful. So I don't know if this is something you have come up to or approached in your life, but I would love some advice or some insight on how to get past this. Thank you. What an incredible question. What a vulnerable question, Elizabeth. Thank you for asking. I feel like the layers of this are so intense But the first thing that I really want to make sure that you hear me say is your daddy is so proud of you. He is so proud of you. I am positive. I can feel that in the truest sense of myself. And I think that you can feel it in the truest sense of yourself that now that he is free of the pain and the hardship and the story that he was living in within this lifetime, now that he is free of that, I like to think that when we're on the other side, we have a clearer perspective on what is true and what matters and where we went left when we should have gone right or where we gave guidance to a child when We should have maybe been a little bit more hands-off or vice versa, but I know for sure that he is so proud of you. And because he is proud of you, I am positive that all he wants is for your wholeness. All he wants is for your happiness, for you to pursue the dreams of your heart, for you to feel good for you to become stronger, to evolve in whatever way makes sense for you in this season of your life, I I am positive that that is what is true. But just because that is what is true doesn't mean that our subconscious, that our psyche, that a younger version of ourself doesn't get triggered by situations that we have no experience with. For many of us, we don't have an experience with success. We don't know what it will be like on the other side of this hurdle that we keep slamming up against. Self-sabotage shows up so much in our lives, not because we are incapable of what is on the other side of the obstacle, but because we are unsure of what is on the other side of the obstacle. We know what this looks like, right? We know what life right now looks like and feels like. It's fairly easy to navigate inside of this experience that we know. But what happens if we're successful? What happens if we push to the new level? Or maybe you've actually already experienced that in your life, and so you know that every new level brings a new devil right? New levels, new devils, new new heights, new hard things. It's not like we get to a certain place and then suddenly it's no longer difficult to make these decisions or act in opposition of a lifetime that told us to play small. It's scary to push yourself outside of your comfort zone. And it sounds to me like daddy maybe made a lot of decisions 
that kept him in the comfort zone, that kept him safe, that kept him numb, even as those things were robbing him of possibility, even as those things were robbing him of joy. I don't think that the issue for you is guilt so much as a lack of self-worth, a lack of understanding how magnificent you are. Because generationally, daddy didn't understand how magnificent he is. Daddy didn't get what he was capable of. Daddy didn't understand that he was worthy and enough, that he had value simply because he was a child of God and he was brought on this earth to be, not to suffer, not to close himself off, but daddy didn't understand that. And when we don't understand things, we teach those things to our kids, whether we mean to or not. I actually had a really incredible conversation recently with Dr. Marielle Book. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out. It's on intergenerational trauma and the things that we carry, the beliefs that we carry as families that go back generation upon generation upon generation. But our parents will always teach us more by their actions than they ever will by their words. So if you have seen situations where someone devalued themselves again and again, it's always going to feel awkward to you to try and lean in the opposite direction. And it will feel awkward to you until you become desensitized to the fear around that thing. This is honestly one of those experiences where you got to fake it till you make it a little bit. Confidence is something that happens as a result of the actions that we take, not necessarily the mantras, not necessarily the quotes that we see on social media, but the actions that we take that prove to us that the lies in our head are simply that. The voice in our head that tells us that we can't, that we're not strong enough, that who am I to have this kind of success, that voice wants nothing more than to just keep talking to keep scaring you, to keep filling your mind with ideas. It just doesn't want to be shut off. That's the only goal of the voice in the back of all of our heads is that we will allow it to keep talking. And we allow it to keep talking if the things that it's saying are scary, right? Because we've been taught, we've been programmed. It is human nature. It is animal instinct to pay attention to the things that give us anxiety because that instinct is what kept us alive. Elizabeth, you have this evolution, eons of evolution that gave you this human instinct. And then you have generational trauma in your family that taught people how to behave. And you're trying really hard to step outside of that. That's not an overnight process. It's going to take a minute. And the only way I know to get past that sort of thing is to keep pushing into it. It doesn't feel comfortable. It's not easy to do. You have to keep trying and then adjusting and then moving and then doing it again and then making a choice. And that choice made me feel uncomfortable and that made me feel insecure and that made me feel this, this, and this. And you keep doing it anyway. Can I tell you guys, I was going to say a secret, but it's not really a secret because it's just something I'm thinking about and haven't ever said out loud. I have talked endlessly on the show and will continue to talk about endlessly hormones and how in the course of a month, I show up different ways based on the week of my cycle. Some weeks I have more energy. Some weeks I feel depleted. Yesterday, I legitimately could not work yesterday. I was having such horrible cramps. So, this has never happened in my life. Thank you, perimenopause, by the way. But I was having such horrible cramps that I literally sat on a heating pad and had one of those like uh, the lavender buckwheat pillows that you can put in your microwave. I had that on my stomach and then was laying on a heating pad for my back. I was having such bad cramps. Now, I've done enough work on hormones and learned enough and interviewed enough experts on this topic so that I understand that I just turned in edits on my most recent book, 
Those edits were long and exhausting. Anytime I do a first round edit, I'm taking a very big book and paring it down to a more <laughs> normal sized book. It's just a lot, right? And I was editing things that are hard stories and were about the last few. It was just a lot. So I'm not surprised that the stress of getting through that project that I felt it in my body, and I felt it in my body the way most women do through cramps. I was really discouraged yesterday morning because I had a lot of work to do. I had things I wanted to do. I was excited to record this podcast episode for you guys, among other things. I had a team meeting, and as the day progressed, I was just like, I I really cannot, I can't do it. I, I really feel like crap, and I just need a day where I allow myself to be low and I allow myself to feel like crap because at 41, I understand that if I will just let myself have those days where I feel lower and sort of closer to the earth, where I need to be more grounded, if I'll just let myself have those days, I will come back so much stronger the next day. I will have so much more energy. And I believe that's because all of me, my inner knowing, my wisdom, my younger selves, my nervous system, all of it knows that I will take care of it. I no longer do the thing that I did a decade ago where I'd have more caffeine and push through. I really will take care of myself well. I am taking my four children away this weekend to go skiing. And I think if you're a parent like me, you understand how important it is to have a kitchen available to you when you have four kids, which is why Airbnb is always the place that I head to just make the vacation easier. And I have always used Airbnb as a place to stay, whether it was for work or family or a girl's weekend. But more and more, my friends are using Airbnb in a totally different way as a business, as a way to invest in property and earn money for it. While you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and it's a great way to earn some extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Almost every morning of my life, I have oatmeal. Seriously, during the winter, having something hot in the morning really makes a big difference in my day. Quaker has been a trusted name in oatmeal for over 145 years, which means they've been milling oats since before the invention of the zipper, the stop sign, or ballpoint pens. Quaker has something for everyone, whether it's old-fashioned or quick oats that are good for cooking or baking. And while a ton of things have changed, the good stuff remains the same. Quaker, getting up to some good since 1877. Look for Quaker Oats at your local grocery store. Guys, no two listeners of the show are exactly alike, which means that no two vacations you take are going to be exactly alike either. And if you're looking for a place that will serve all of you, Texas has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities that allow for an infinite number of different travel experiences. I love Texas so much, I moved my family there for five years. Because here's the deal, Texas has it all. Are you a beach person? We got you. If you love a rugged vacation, not my jam, but there's plenty of campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. My favorite part about Texas the food. It is the thing I miss the absolute most. Whether you love barbecue or Tex-Mex or just want to be in cities that take their food very seriously. You can enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. Visit TravelTexas.com slash get your own to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash 
get your own. I understand that there are days where I'm just not going to have all of the energy that I want to give. I'm not going to have the focus. I'm not going to be the person in my mind. Like I'm not going to have the mindset that I want to have every single day of the month. And if you're like, Rachel, what does this have to do with me trying to gain confidence and trying to get over this guilt and trying to get over this stuff with my dad? Let me tell you. Let me tell you, Elizabeth, and let me tell every single person listening to this podcast right now, you are not going to have it every day. So you need to double down on the days you have it. You're not going to have the perfect mindset to take your business to the next level every single day of the month. You are not going to have the right clarity to be focused and knock out your dissertation and get into flow state and do everything you want to do. You're not going to have that every day of the month. You are not going to have full compassion and empathy and be able to be a calm, perfect parent every single day of the month. You're not going to have that. I don't know anybody who has the same exact perfect mindset every single day. That is human. But we get thrown off course because we think that the hard days or the bad days are the full estimation of who we are. We are all of it. And I guarantee, Elizabeth, that you have more days where you do feel confident, where you do have that self-worth, where you do know your value. You have more days like that than you have where you question it. But the voice that causes us to second guess ourselves, the voice that tells us we do not deserve this, the voice that tells us we are a bad mama, the voice that tells us that we will never be as great as our big brother, the voice that tells us all of that garbage, that voice is so freaking loud. I don't think that the goal is to beat the voice every day. I think that the goal is to understand that over the course of a month, over the course of a year, over the course of a lifetime, we will have far better days than we have bad days. So on the better days, on the good days, on the days where you know who the hell you are, you are your father's daughter. You are a survivor. You have lived through so many hard things and you will get through this too. You will get through this hurdle. You will get through this limiting belief. You will get to the other side of this self-sabotage. You will. On the days that you know that that's true, double down, triple down, put in more effort, make one more call, try again, do another rep. On the days that you have it, do it. And on the days that you don't, on the days that your confidence is lacking, fake it. Fake the confidence. Because confidence is something we get on the other side of action we take. And if every single time you are feeling unsure or insecure, you don't move forward, you will stay in this holding pattern forever, waiting for the moment that you feel better. But the only way you're going to feel better is if you do something that makes you feel better. Know. Know that he is proud. And remember this. I believe that before we come into this lifetime, we choose our parents. There's a lot of really incredible insight and research on this, but I love this idea. And so I've adopted it as something I really admire. The idea that our souls, before they come into our mother's womb, that our souls chose that mama and chose that daddy for a reason. Now, If you have the most amazing parents on earth, you're like, oh, I love this idea. Of course, I chose my parents. I chose these incredible people to be my parents. 
But for those of us who didn't have ideal childhoods or have dealt with the trauma given to us by parents, that is an interesting idea to swallow. Because when I first heard it, I got pissed, right? Like I wouldn't have chose this. I didn't chose. But at the same time, with time and wisdom, I can tell you, I would not be the woman I am without the parents I have. I heard Oprah say this once. She was talking about being with her mother when her mother was going through hospice. And she was trying to think of what she could possibly say to her mother, who she had so much resentment against. I don't know if you know Oprah's story. She had a lot of right to resent her mother. But she was trying to think of how she could say something to her mother that was authentic to herself, but also didn't hurt her mother in these last moments of life. And what she finally came up with was, you are not the mother that I would have chosen, but you are the exact mother I needed to become the woman that I am. And her mom heard that as like, yeah, I was the right mom, right? But what Oprah meant by that was it is because of your own trauma and your own pain and me being forced to get past those things, it is because of that that I am Oprah freaking Winfrey. I'm adding the word freaking. Obviously, she didn't say it. I think the same for you, Elizabeth. You had the exact daddy that you were supposed to have. This is the exact healing that you are meant to be doing right now in this season to get to the next level. And what I know for sure is that this is not the last time you will encounter this lesson because the big life lessons that we chose our parents to learn, we will learn again and again and again in a million different ways until they sink in for sure. Thank you for the question. To me, being healthy is really grounded in nutrition. Honestly, what I eat and what my kids eat is super important to how we live our lives. It's why I love a company like Thrive Market because Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. So when I go online and I use their on-site filters, I can figure out exactly my lifestyle needs and trust that what I'm getting from Thrive Market is what I want to take into my body. When you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. You can join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash rach for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash rach thrivemarket.com slash rach this episode is brought to you by progressive where drivers who save by switching save nearly 750 dollars on average plus auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. All right. Let's see what else is in Producer Jack's special sheet. Okay. Ooh, this one sounds deep, but let's let's see. Hi, Rachel. 
I don't know why, but I get nervous when I call your hotline. I was a teen mom. I got in my relationship really early. I was 18 when I met my boyfriend, who was 28, and he's always been very set in his ways. And I was young, and I... Let's just say I've been very unhappy in my relationship. I've been with him for 10 years. I've been unhappy for at least eight of those years, and I can't seem to get out. I ended up pregnant with my middle daughter right before I was going to leave, and then, and that was eight, eight years ago, and then um, decided to try and make it work. I did leave, and a month later found out I was pregnant with my third daughter, so now I have a two-year plan. I'm in nursing school. I'm trying really hard to be able to financially be able to provide for my kids. I now have four kids. My niece lives with us too. So I need to be able to financially provide for my kids, but I have always been the stay-at-home mom. I guess I'm just wondering if you could think about being in my shoes. What kind of plan would you make? What would you do? Because two years feels like too long to wait. But also, I know that I need to financially be able to take care of my children on my own. So, uh, there's a lot more to it than that, but this is a long voicemail. So, I'm going to leave it at that and see if you can, with your mindset, maybe give me some advice. I love you. Bye. Oh, my gosh. Man, she didn't leave her name, you guys will notice, to protect her privacy, Uh, but sister, I just want you to know, I know I am not the only one that feels, feels you, feels what you just said, like, in my chest, and I know that you are telling so many women's stories, and I I saw the subject of this question and I clicked on this question because it's something I've been wanting to talk about for a while. Ladies, I know there's some dudes, but I think we can all agree exclusively that this is not something that happens to men. Or if it does, it is a very small portion. Ladies, you have to make your own money. You have to. You have to, you have to, you have to. If you don't have the desire to make your own money, if you're like, we are together forever, this is my partner, this is the thing, I he does the work and then I work it at the home and I take care of these kids and you and I both know that that is more work than he is doing at his job, like you are contributing so much and maybe he's the most amazing husband in the world. But let's just, real quick, do you know how many women let their husband completely handle the finances and the husband dies? Because we don't know. We don't know what tomorrow holds. And then the wife finds out that they have no money, they have no savings, and now in a state of grief, in a state of trauma, she's trying to financially save her family or take care of her kids In the worst possible scenario. Or you are inside of a relationship that is unhealthy and you do not have the financial means to take care of yourself or your children or get yourself to a better place. I will never forget ever a woman coming up to me after a book signing years ago. I had, um, I used to wear gold bracelets on my wrist. I had like 10 of them and I would go onto Etsy and I would get quotes inscribed or important words inscribed. And then I would wear them on gold bracelets on my wrist. And there was one that I had done that I wore all the time and everyone always asked me where I got it from. And so I would say this shop on Etsy, this shop on Etsy, this shop on Etsy over and over and over for years. And after a book signing, this woman comes up to me and she's like, hi, you don't know me. My name is such and such. And I'm like, oh, cool. And she said, I own the Etsy shop. 
of the bracelet that you're wearing. And I was like, oh, that's so rad. I love this bracelet. I tell everybody about it. And she said, I know. I know you do. What you don't know is that I was inside of a physically abusive marriage for a very long time, but I could not leave because I had a son. I have my son and I have no family and I had no financial means to take care of myself and my baby. I had no money to go anywhere. He controlled all of the money. I had nothing that I could do. And so I started this little Etsy business and you told people where you got your bracelet over and over and over. And every time you told people where you got your bracelet, I took the money and I put it away until I finally had enough money to leave him. You have to make your own money, guys. You have to. I, I, I love any of you who are inside of a relationship right now where you are supported by your partner, man or woman. That's incredible. You guys have your life figured out. That's amazing. But do you at least have a plan? Do you at least have a plan? If it all went tits up tomorrow, if everything went horribly wrong, if this person wasn't who you thought they were, if they cheated on you, if they were secretly hiding some big horrible thing, if they had a whole other family, if they decided to leave you, like the list is literally endless. What would you do? Maybe you're like, oh, well, I'd go to my sister's house or I'd go to mom and daddy's. Fantastic. If you have a plan B, great. But if you don't have a plan B, if everything went really, really bad and you had no option, then you are stuck in this place. I cannot tell you how many times I thought about this when I was going through my divorce. I cannot tell you how many times I wondered, swear to God, I wondered if all of the success that I had had in books happened because God knew that I was going to need the financial means to leave and restart my life. I cannot even explain to you how freaking lucky I am that I had the means to leave, that I had the means to go buy my own home, that I had the means to go set up another home for my children, that I had the means to do all of these things. So I want to just say that. I want to say that because our friend who called in and asked this question, this is the space that she finds herself in right now. So here's what I'm going to say to her. Find a way. Find a way to leave. Do not wait two years. Two years is too long. Lots of mamas support their kids without having the nursing degree yet. Will it be brutal? Absolutely. But it sounds to me like you're already inside of brutal. And not for nothing, if you were 18 and he was 28, so many parts of this relationship were already really jacked up. I didn't understand what grooming was. I didn't understand that when you are a very young woman and you get into a relationship with a much older man, that they shape you, that they make you who they want you to be. And you don't know any better because you're still a child when you come into a relationship with them, right? And so you find yourself now, I don't think that it's an accident that you find yourself with all of these children and no financial means to leave him. I don't think that's an accident. The question is, what are you going to do about it? I feel compassion for you. I feel that. And I wish I could give you a hug, but I can't give you a hug. So I'm going to try and just motivate you instead because that's what you need most. Your life is so freaking short. You do not know how long you are here. You do not know how long any of us get on this planet. Two years is too long. 
Find a way. Talk to other single mamas that you know. Get some ideas. What could you do if you had to? Ask this question. Ask better questions. If your husband were not here tomorrow and you had no access to any of his finances, what would you do then? What you would do is you would find a freaking way and you would do it for your babies because you have to. So you need to do what you need to do until you get to a place where you have better options. But you have been on this track for eight years. Girl, it is not an accident. It is not an accident that when you start to become conscious of the unhealthy parts of a relationship or the unhealthy parts of your partner, it is not an accident that you get pregnant. I think that when we continue to grow our family, when you add another baby, when these things happen, it consumes us for two or three more years, right? It consumes us for two or three more years so that we don't see as much, so that we don't pay attention as much because we are trying to take care of the baby. And a few years later, we get our head above water and we start to look around and go, wait a minute, this is not okay. This is not what I want. This is not healthy. I don't know how we got here. When we start to put that out into the world, I swear, I swear, I have so many friends. I have experienced this myself. It's like the exact moment that the partner decides you really need to have another baby, right? Oh, just one more. We got to have another baby. Oh, please, please, please. Oh my God, it's so crazy. The psychology of it. I wish I had a degree so that I could like map it out. I just say that because I want you to know that you're not alone. But the brutal part of this is that if you want a better life for you and your kids and your niece, it's on you. It's on you. And it's going to suck. But you are strong. And you can do this. So what would I do in your situation? I'd start doing research. I would, I literally swear to God, I would go on to TikTok, which has maybe the greatest algorithm for finding people who are into the thing that you're into. And I'd start looking up everything I could on single mama, single working mama, side hustle, mamas with a side hustle. I'd do research. I'd see what was out there. I'd be like, okay, if this man wasn't here tomorrow. What would I do? I'd go get a job at this coffee shop in the morning because that would allow me to drop my kids off. Then I would go over here and do this thing. I would figure out a way, okay, where would we live? How would we get grocery money? What are we going to do? It just, it's not going to change. It's not going to change unless you change it. I just have this instinct that two years from now, it'll be something else. If you want out, you're going to have to fight. You're going to have to fight to get out. And I hate for you that your options are limited. I hate that. I hate that this is scary. I hate that it's hard. I hate that you don't have somewhere else that you can go. But you will figure this out. You will figure this out. Start arming yourself with research. Start talking to your friends. Start getting a plan. Not a two-year plan. A plan that's sooner than that. And also, when you do leave, this man will have to pay child support to help you with his children right? There will be support. There has to be. But get guidance, get help, get a plan, figure out your steps and what you're going to do. Because whatever you plan and however you see this, a wounded man, a man whose pride has been wounded, will react in ways and retaliate in ways you cannot imagine. So arm yourself with knowledge 
and surround yourself as much as you can, even if you do it on social, with people who have walked the same walk you are about to take and can give you advice on how to do that. What are you great at? Are you great with people? Are you great at customer service? Go get a job. Go get a job right now. Don't wait. Find hours that you can work. Go get a job and go make yourself indispensable to the job that you just got. If you're going to go work at Starbucks, be the best damn Starbucks employee anyone has ever seen. Work your way up. Do what you can. In fact, I take it back. If I had to do it myself, I wouldn't go work at Starbucks. I would go bartend. That's what I would do. I would go work somewhere where you can make really good tips for being a cool person and nice to people and doing a job well. And I would work somewhere where my attitude and the effort that I put in had a direct correlation between how much money I made in a night. I literally watched a YouTube short the other day of a girl who worked at Olive Garden who was making bank, by the way. And yeah, that it's not sexy to work at Olive Garden, but if you think that I wouldn't have worked at Olive Garden and Hooters and anywhere else to get myself out of my marriage if I had to, living life on your terms with someone who respects you. And when I say with someone who respects you, I mean you. Living life, respecting yourself, knowing that these choices are yours is worth its weight in gold. It is worth any price, not just to you, but to the babies who are watching you and trying to learn how to be a grown-up. When I was getting divorced, I moved to my new house and it was during COVID. So it was very hard to get furniture. And I moved to this house and there was a kitchen table. I bought the kitchen table from the people who sold the house to me. And it would take a while to get any sort of furniture. And I went to the new house and the very first night, two of my sons wanted to stay the night with me, Sawyer and Ford. And they were like, mom, we wanna, we wanna come over, we wanna have a slumber party. And I felt embarrassed because I didn't have any furniture. When I left my marriage, I took my clothes and I took my family's cast iron skillet and my grandpa's coffee pot and I left everything. I left everything. I had so many ideas about not wanting to disrupt the house for the kids and I had so many ideas about I didn't want to take advantage in any way. I, I was so stupid in the divorce. I was so, I just said yes to everything. I gave him everything. I, like, oh my God, I, it was horrible. But that first night I go to my house and there's no furniture and the boys want to have a slumber party. So I went to Target and I got a bunch of blankets, sheets and pillows and, uh, I had bought a blow-up mattress, but they wanted to have a slumber party. So I made the blow-up mattress for them in my room. And then I made myself a pallet on the floor. It was hardwood floors. And I made a pallet with like a few blankets that I had. And I laid down that night and they had fallen asleep. And I laid there on the floor crying because it was really uncomfortable and because I was so sad and because I was like, I'm laying on the floor. Like, what is this? And I felt so low that night. And I remember waking up in the morning. It was the first morning I woke up in my new house. The first morning I woke up not living in the house I had lived in. But I woke up and I was like, okay, it's just me. Where do we go from here? And I'll tell you, my friend who called in or anyone else who needs to hear me say this, it's worth sleeping on the floor. It's worth getting the extra job. It's worth the battle. It's worth the lawyers. It's worth the alimony you pay them. It's worth every single part of it. When you know in your soul 
that it's time to go. It's time to go. And it is worth every ounce of hardship. And the hardship doesn't go quickly. It's years. It's worth it to wake up in the morning in your little space and realize that for the first time since you were a child, you get to decide life on your own terms. I hope that was helpful. I hope that was helpful. And I hope you leave. Yeah. I hope you get to a place that's safe for you and for your babies. And that even when you doubt yourself, you will listen to the voice inside of you that tells you what is true. And what is true is that you are strong enough to do what needs to be done next. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. If you found it helpful, I would love it if you would share it with someone that you think could use it today. I will be back soon with more conversation. Until then, as always, I love you and I'm rooting for you. The Rachel Hollis Podcast is produced by me, Rachel Hollis. It's edited by Andrew Weller and Jack Noble. It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas. Register today at thisisils.org. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.